Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our reading from Jeremiah is all about trust. Good trust, bad trust. Jeremiah asks us, who has your trust? Who has your trust? Jeremiah gives us a vivid contrast between two types of trust. And he draws this image from nature. Jeremiah contrasts that parched desert desert shrub that next to a vibrant tree planted by a flowing stream. These two plants represent two different kinds of trust. One represents trusting in man, and the other represents trusting the Lord. So Jeremiah begins with a curse. He begins with a curse upon those who would trust in mankind rather than in God. Now this is exactly the opposite of what we hear in our culture. Cursed is the man who trusts in man, says Jeremiah. So this means that a curse is pronounced on anybody who trusts in economics, your bank account, psychology, medicine, the government, the news media, the arts, or any other aspect of our culture. Yet those are the things, exactly the things, that we want to look to to find meaning and security in life. Now, it's not a sin to trust people. It's not a sin to trust people. I trust most of you. But it is a sin to trust in people. Do you hear the difference? We must not invest our most profound faith in another person. We must never derive our dearest hope from another person. We must never give another human being or institution created by men the place that rightly belongs in our hearts to God only. Jeremiah says, among other things, do not trust in yourself. Or we might be tempted to invest our trust in an ideology or a philosophy or our own political views. Or we might be tempted to trust in our own wisdom or the wisdom of so-called experts. The more gifted and wealthy we are, the more tempted we're going to be to trust in ourselves. Jesus says how it is easier for a camel to go for the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Do not trust in princes, says the psalmist. Don't trust in any human or human institution. To trust in man is to turn away from God. We are designed to trust. We will trust in someone or something. 
We can trust in mankind, or we can trust in God. We can't have it both ways. To turn towards something other than the Lord is to turn away from the Lord. You can't face both directions at the same time. If we trust in ourselves and, or others and not in God, then you're going to do whatever you can to get ahead in the world. You're going to not care who you hurt along the way. If you trust in man, then you'll make up the rules as you go along. Now, trust isn't always a thing you can see. It's invisible. You can't always see trust. It's an internal disposition. Trust is about the heart. Sometimes we say, he has a good heart. Have you ever said that? He has a good heart. Do you have a good heart? Pastor, that's a trick question, isn't it? Our passage tells us that it's wrong to trust in mankind. Why? Why is it so wrong to trust in mankind? Because Jeremiah said, the heart is deceitful above all things and is desperately corrupt. It's not whether your heart trusts or not. It's what does your trust, heart trust in? Who does your heart trust in? And our hearts are corrupt and they are deceitful. They trick us. And we cannot trust them. You cannot trust your own heart. You cannot trust your own intelligence, your own feelings, your lived experience. You can't trust it. Because it is deceitful above all things. Disney will tell you, trust in your heart. No. That is a sure recipe for disaster. We all find ourselves torn by conflicting values and thoughts and desires. It's difficult to understand other people because they hide, we hide our deepest thoughts and feelings and we always try to put out our best side. Sometimes we don't even understand our own feelings. We have counselors who uh, we go to for, uh, at times when we need help to understand our deepest thoughts and feelings. And if we can't even understand ourselves without help, how in the world are we going to understand others? If our heart is so desperately corrupt, then so are our ideas and our politics and our ideologies and our governments and every other thing that we touch. And that's why, humanly speaking, our hearts are without cure. It's incurable. Our hearts will always find a way to get its own way. We are inherently self-centered. We cannot see ourselves accurately. We have no power to fix ourselves. And so this deceitful, incurable, incomprehensible heart is the root of all sin and all misery and all corruption in the world. No one can understand the heart, either our own or someone else's, but God can. He says, I, the Lord, search the mind and test the heart. God understands your heart. God understands you. The difference 
Jeremiah says, between the blessed and the cursed is who you trust. If you will stop trusting in your own judgment and start trusting the Lord, then you move from cursed to blessed. When Israel trusted in their own strength, their own skills, their own military alliances, they were like a bush in the desert. They were parched and lonely and unfruitful at the core, and it ended in disaster. And those who trust in the Lord... Those are those people who place their entire confidence in Him. Your security, your hope, your strength, your righteousness in life. Everything has to come from the Lord. That's why those who trust in the Lord are blessed. They're like trees planted by a stream that never dry up. Whenever we place our trust in the Lord, we are like a tree planted by a stream of water. If we trust in God, we will be refreshed always by His grace. The person who trusts in the Lord does not fear when the heat comes in years of drought. So that means if you trust in the Lord, you have no need to live in fear and worry. There have been many reasons to fear and to worry these past two years. These past two weeks. These past two days. Right? Those who trust in the Lord have no need to fear. God promises that we will continue to flourish and be fruitful even in times of trial and trouble. Fear may come. Anxiety may linger but eternal life is guaranteed. The key is to keep trusting in the Lord. Cling to Him for dear life. Just like a tree clings to that stream in the desert. Self-reliance, independence, autonomy, pride, they are all self-idolatry. You've turned yourself into a god and will leave you cursed. Today, the Lord is calling us You and me. (laughs) He's calling us to repent. And He's promising blessings to those who place their confidence in Him. We need to examine our lives and look at all the areas and the ways we have not been trusting the Lord. And then we need to repent of that. And start trusting in the Lord. And in Him alone. We need to look at the ways we've trusted the government or the media or anything else other than God. Today, this very day, God Himself gives life and health to you. He feeds you. God is the author and perfecter of your faith from beginning to end. When you were still God's enemies... He sent His Son to die on the cross to redeem you. God alone lived and suffered and died and rose. He alone strove and suffered for your salvation. He made atonement and satisfaction for your sins. His death 
upon the tree of Calvary has given you mercy and redemption and hope. Your trust in the Lord can never be disappointed. He will not fail you since he is both true God and true man. He is both the creator God who created the world and who always keeps his promises, and he is truly man born of the Virgin Mary who suffered and died for you. You can put your trust in that man. For he is not weak and frail like us. No, he is the holy and perfect Savior. And if that were not enough reason, he has given you faith. He has given you trust. He has fixed your heart through the gospel. He has sent his Holy Spirit down to provide you with life. In baptism, holy water of life has been poured on you. And that's a water that never dries up. You are firmly planted upon the Lord Jesus Christ and His righteousness. You are built upon an unshakable rock that never fails. You are like a tree planted by a river that never dries up because you always have Jesus. He continues to tend you like a gardener tends a tree. He continues to make sure that you remain in the true faith to life everlasting. How can we not trust in the Lord when he has done so much for us. So don't be anxious. Don't worry. Do not fear the troubles of life. Don't fear the anxieties of the world as though they were heat in a desert. Instead, trust in God. He's forgiven you all your sins. He's given you eternal salvation in his son. He's rescued you from destruction. He's given you the gift and riches of his grace, which is beyond all human imagining. He's promised to fix the mess of this world, set everything right again. Trust in the Lord. Never let your heart depart from him, and he will never disappoint you. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to The Church Door. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me, Pastor Matthew Fenn, at revfenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N, at icloud.com. Look forward to having you with us again next time.